0: chapter 17 of strange stories from a chinese studio volume 1 this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org strange stories from a chinese studio volume 1 by pu Ling. translated by herbert allen giles chapter 17 The Shui Mang Plant The Shui Mang is a poisonous herb. It is a creeper, like the bean, and has a similar red flower. Those who eat of it die and become Shui Mang devils, tradition asserting that such devils are unable to be born again unless they can find someone else who has also eaten of this poison to take their place these shui man devils abound in the province of hunan where by the way the phrase same-year man is applied to those born in the same year who exchange visits and call each other brother their children addressing the father's brother as uncle this has now become a regular custom there a young man named zhu was on his way to visit a same-year friend of his when he was overtaken by a violent thirst. Suddenly, he came upon an old woman sitting by the roadside under a shed and distributing tea gratis, and immediately walked up to her to get a drink. She invited him into the shed and presented him with a bowl of tea in a very cordial spirit, but the smell of it did not seem like the smell of ordinary tea, and he would not drink it, rising up to go away. The old woman stopped him and called out, Sanyang, bring some good tea. Immediately, a young girl came from behind a shed carrying in her hands a pot of tea. She was about 14 or 15 years old and of very fascinating appearance, with glittering rings and bracelets on her fingers and arms as drew received a cup from her his reason fled and drinking down the tea she gave him the flavor of which was unlike any other kind he proceeded to ask for more then watching for a moment when the old woman's back was turned he seized her wrist and drew a ring from her finger the girl blushed and smiled, and True, more and more inflamed, asked her where she lived. Come again this evening, replied she, and you find me here. True begged for a handful of her tea, which he stowed away with the rain and took his leave. Arriving at his destination, he felt a pain in his heart, which he at once attributed to the tea. Telling his friend what had occurred, alas you are undone cried the other there were shui mang devils my father died in the same way and we were unable to save him there is no help for you Zhu was terribly frightened and produced a handful of tea which his friend at once pronounced to be the leaves of the shui mang plant he then showed him the ring and told him what the girl had said whereupon his friend, after some reflection, said, "'She must be Sanyang, of the Ko family. "'How could you know her name?' asked Chu, hearing his friend using the same words as the old woman. "'Oh,' replied he, "'there was a nice-looking girl of that name "'who died some years ago from eating of the same herb. "'She is doubtless, the girl you saw. "'Here someone observed that if the person so entrapped by a devil only knew his name and could procure an old pair of his shoes he might save himself by boiling them in water and drinking the liquor as medicine Drew's friend thereupon rushed off at once to the cole family and implored them to give him an old pair of their daughter's shoes but they, not wishing to prevent their daughter from finding a substitute in Zhu, flatly refused his request. So he went back in anger and told Dru, who ground his teeth with rage, saying, if I die, she shall not obtain her transmigration thereby. His friend then sent him home, and just as he reached the door, he fell down dead. Zhu's mother, wept bitterly over his corpse which was in due course interred and he left behind one little boy barely a year old his wife did not remain a widow but in six months married again and went away putting drew's son under the care of his grandmother who was quite unequal to any toil and did nothing but weep morning and night One day she was carrying her grandson about in her arms, crying bitterly all the time, when suddenly in walked Zhu. His mother, much alarmed, brushed away her tears and asked him what it meant. Mother, replied he, down in the realms below I heard you weeping. I am therefore come to tend you. Although a departed spirit I have a wife, who has likewise come to share your toil." therefore do not grieve his mother inquired who his wife was to which he replied when the kou family sat still and left me to my fate i was greatly incensed against them and after death i sought for Sanya, not knowing where she was i have recently seen my old simye friend and he told me where she was she had come to life again in the person of the baby daughter of a high official named jen but i went thither and dragged her spirit back she is now my wife and we get on extremely well together a very pretty and well-dressed young lady here entered and made obeisance to zhu's mother zhu saying this is san yang of the kou family and although not a living being, Mrs. Drew at once took a great fancy to her. Drew sent her off to help in the work of the house, and, in spite of not being accustomed to this sort of thing, she was so obedient to her mother-in-law as to excite the compassion of all. The two then took up their quarters in Drew's old apartments, and there they continued to remain. Meanwhile, Sanyang asked zhu's mother to let the cole family know and this she did notwithstanding some objections raised by her son mr and mrs cole were much astonished at the news and ordering their carriage proceeded at once to zhu's house there they found their daughter and parents and child fell into each other's arms san yang entreated them to dry their tears but her mother noticing the poverty of Zhu's household, was unable to restrain her feelings. We are ready spirits, cried Sanyang. What matters poverty to us? Besides, I am very well treated here, and I am altogether as happy as I can be. They then asked her who the old woman was, to which she replied, her name was ni she was mortified at being too ugly to entrap people herself and got me to assist her she has now been born again as a soil shop in the city then looking at her husband she added come since you are the son in law pay the proper respect to my father and mother or what shall i think of you chu made his obeisance and sen yang went into the kitchen to get food ready for them at which her mother became very melancholy and went away home. Whence she sent a couple of maid servants, a hundred ounces of silver and rows of cloth and silk, besides making occasional presents of food and wine, so that Zhu's mother lived in comparative comfort. Sanyang also went from time to time to see her parents, but would never stay very long, pleading that she was wanted at home and such excuses and if the old people attempted to keep her she simply went off by herself her father built a nice house for drew with all kinds of luxuries in it but drew never once entered his father-in-law's door subsequently a man of the village who had eaten shui mang and had died in consequence came back to life to the great astonishment of everybody However. Drew explained it, saying, I brought him back to life. He was the victim of a man named Li Jiu, but I drove off Li's spirit when I came to make the other take his place. Zhu's mother then asked her son why he did not get a substitute for himself, to which he replied, I do not like to do this. I am anxious to put an end to, rather than take advantage of, such a system. Besides, I am very happy waiting on you, and have no wish to be born again. From that time, all persons who had poisoned themselves with Shui Ma were in the habit of feasting Zhu and obtaining his assistance in their trouble. But in ten years' time his mother died, and he and his wife gave themselves up to sorrow and would see no one, bidden their little boy put on mourning, beat his breast and performed the proper ceremonies two years after chu had buried his mother his son married the granddaughter of a high official named jen this gentleman had had a daughter by a concubine who had died when only a few months old and now hearing the strange stories of Drew's wife came to call on her and arrange the marriage he then gave his granddaughter to chu's son and a free intercourse was maintained between the two families. However, one day Zhu said to his son, Because I have been of service to my generation, God has appointed me keeper of the dragons, and I am now about to proceed to my post. Thereupon, four horses appeared in the courtyard, drawing a carriage with yellow hangings, the flanks of the horses being covered with scale-like trappings husband and wife came forth in full dress and took their seats and while son and daughter-in-law were weeping their adios disappeared from view that very day the cole family saw their daughter arrive and bidding them farewell she told them the same story the old people would have kept her but she said my husband is already on his way and leaving the house Parted from them forever. Zhu's son was named Gao, and his literary name was Li Chen. He begged Sanyan's bones from the Ko family, and buried them by the side of his father's. End of chapter 17. Recording by Lian.